Welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Welcome. Welcome to the Creative Marketing Show. I'm your host, Rosh Sillers. It's so good to have you here. This is show number 450. And I was thinking about it, and actually I should be at about 600 without the breaks that I've taken at various points in time. Just life happening, changes happening, and making adjustments along the way, which is all okay because I'm still doing it. After over 10 years, I am still sharing ideas and thoughts for the creative community, for photographers, and how they can grow their business, helping them work through this landscape of social media and digital marketing. And I'm just proud that I've been able to continue to share this information. And today we're going to start the process of scaling and growing our business. And we're actually going to use a tool, a tool that I created a while ago. And if you've been to the Rush, if you've been to RoshSillers.com, you may have seen the combination business scale. And it asks, where are you in this scale? And there's actually kind of like a infographic of 10 different levels on the scale. And it starts off with one uh, channel building all the way through to peace of mind, number 10, and all the points along the way. And not everybody needs to make it to, say, number nine, but I think everybody wants to make it to 10, which is that peace of mind, meaning your business is doing well and you're able to do what you love to do. And as photographers, we want to love our photography and our business. But when we make it a business, sometimes it becomes a little bit of a heartache and sometimes there's this little bit of a jaded element to it until it gets working. And so I want to help you get there. And I'm going to go through this scale this week in this show, the one through 10. But then in the next 10 shows, really, I will go through each one individually. So we actually have kind of a playlist of topics over the next 10 weeks or so or more on this. And I'm doing this on my live show. If you go to rosh.video, that is where I have my live YouTube. And of course, those of you who... um, are interested in Rosh.Photography, which is the photography pricing channel. Yeah, I'm switching that over. I finally decided Rosh.Photography, which I do have and currently goes to a portfolio, but I really don't use it very often. So I thought it might be more helpful just to say, look, Rosh.Video goes to the general business marketing YouTube channel and Rosh.Photography is for photographers where I talk about business and marketing and pricing specifically. And I have some interesting new videos over there that you may find valuable. But the Rosh.Video is live and that's where you can ask questions. So if you ever want to catch me, the thing is, and yes, this is probably not the best thing, but I'm, you know, I have so many things going on. I can't promise a specific date and time anymore. So I, I say, look, I'm going to be here each week, maybe a couple times a week. So you better hit that bell, bell icon, get notified. I will have stuff set up a day or two in advance. So you are warned. You have time. You know when it is, when it's coming. And even if you can't make it live, it'll be live available for you, the replay. And so that's how these are going to work together. Some of the podcast and the video are going to work together, not necessarily hand in hand. I'm going through all 10 of these points on the scale today. I'm not necessarily going to do that 
on the uh, live show. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how it all goes. But I, I just want more of my work to work together to support the entire community. And so that's what we're doing. And so today, I, going through the first topic, and that's channel building. And why is that number one? Channel building is so important because it helps you do a little bit of research, helps you find your audience. We today really need to find our audience. As creative pros, as photographers, we have to find the people who want us. I, I, I don't know how many ways I can say that. We talk about branding and you know the value in your brand. Some people say, oh, that's all hogwash. You know, it's just a numbers game. It's, let me tell you something. If it's a numbers game, then we should all quit. Seriously. If it's a numbers game, there are too many photographers versus jobs out there. Yeah, there are photographers doing very well because they understand the brand game and finding your audience. So channel building. Channel building means I am out there with a channel. And it could be YouTube. It could be Instagram for many of us. It could be Facebook. Wherever it may be, we have our core channel. For a long, long time, many of you have followed me on Twitter. You knew that was my core channel for a good decade. And it's still a main channel, but now it's a support channel, a support channel of my YouTube channels. And so that's that's why it's important to have your core and focus on it and build your community there because that's going to help you understand what people want from you. And yes, it's true. Some people will come around and say, oh, I just want to learn more about photography. Fine. You will learn from that community what you are the best at, and you will develop a group of people who are shouting your name saying, this photographer is the best at this, we follow them for this, and this is going to help your portfolio. And I think this is what a lot of people don't understand. When I first started New Media Photographer, gosh, you know, almost a, a dozen years ago, New Media Photographer, it helped my business as a photographer. I went through a recession in Detroit. It was a depression in Detroit, and I still got work. And let me tell you, that was the way I got work, through the hardest of times, because people found me online. And, you know, it's different today. There's more elements today within, say, search. There's local SEO that you really should be a part of, Go to going to Google forward slash business and understanding how to optimize your images and your videos and all the different ways, how to use schema markup language to get into the zero location in Google search, because sometimes the search results are, you know, halfway down or even seems like the next page before you get to the organic search results. So the landscape has changed, but the general rules of the value have not. So we'll dig deeper into that and we'll dig deeper into all of these areas as we get in, going through the weeks. But the first one is channel building. And then number two is starting your business. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying do the channel building first, get going, and then start your business. Now that could be a week later, it could be a few days later, it could be a month later. But if you're thinking about it, that could be the action you take, the channel building before you start your business. But you have to start. And you can't wait for things to be perfect. You just can't. You have to go through the entire process. And when you go through the process of going after clients, 
doing the work and closing and and saying goodbye or follow up or whatever it may be, you have to go through that because you don't know what you need to improve and what you really want. I answered a friend today on Facebook. One of many people gave him advice and his advice, he was asking for what, it was, what does he need for his YouTube channel. And he's been a social media person for years and he, he asked advice about, you know, developing the YouTube channel. Everybody's saying, oh, well, you definitely need audio. And it's, they're right. You need good audio. Now, audio is more important than video in many cases, in most cases, really. And, and, and everybody's giving this. I said, look, you just have to start. Because you really have no idea what that YouTube channel, which is to be a business part, a part of his business. Uh, and he, he's in the automotive space. And he, he doesn't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. He's asking about green screens. Well, I don't know. I mean, green screen may be great or it may not, but you don't know until you try. And the same thing, what lens do you want? I did a video on lenses uh, on the, on my YouTube channel, the Rashtat Photography. And I talk about what lenses do you need for your business? And I give some outlines and I give you some general rules. But the fact is, until you start photographing regularly, you may not really know what that specialty lens is that you need that's going to help you the most until you find that you have a problem that needs to be solved and this specific lens solves that problem. So that's why it's important just to start and get going, which leads us to three, which is processes. Now, we have a combination code. We talk about the combination code, but we actually have a code in terms of numbers, and that is 7531. And we mentioned one, channel building. Three is processes. And I'll talk about five and seven in a few moments. But three is processes. And that's understanding that you need three processes to be focusing on to improve. Now, for those who are starting, that could be the whole process from beginning to end. But then you can refine. Refine your sales process. Refine your marketing process. Refine your follow-up process. Refine your, uh, well, maybe your Lightroom uh, process. Maybe it could be your post-production process as a whole. Maybe how you approach portraits, I mean, delivery process. There's process. Photographers, we have processes everywhere, right? So what are you going to focus on? Number four, your first sale. And I have a question for you. What level are you at? Are you at the channel building stage? Starting? Have you started your business? I hope many of you have already started your business and you've Number three, you could be working on processes. So this is something all of us, no matter where we are on this scale, at least you've identified the processes and you can opportunity to continuously improve processes. And I do that all the time. And that makes my businesses much better. But the first sale, number four, is really exciting because, hey, it's your first sale as a photographer in your photography business. And many of us have made it past this point except for those who haven't started the business. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, many many of us get into the business after we've made our first sale, especially in the photography business. This scale I use for many different types of businesses out there, but the kind of truth of it is we often don't get into the photography business until a few people have said, hey, I'll put some money down for your work. And that's when we start to decide, hey, there may be an opportunity here if we can scale this up. So number four is how you scale it up in many ways, and that's, or number five, excuse me, is how you really scale it up, and that's people. And having five people around you, 
to help support your journey, support your business. And a lot of times these people are in different arenas, different businesses. Sometimes maybe it's a retired photographer who can just say, hey, this is my experience and take them to lunch regularly. Now, these five people, you don't have to go to them and say, hey, you're part of my five. Uh, that, that's not necessary. It's more about you being mindful of these five people, saying this person helps me with my finances. They're really good. And I want to treat them right and keep in good communication with them and see what I can do for them too. Because that, that just such a trusted person in my life. I want to make sure they don't go anywhere. That's what I mean by being mindful of them. Now, you can say, hey, you're part of my five people. That's fine too. But that that is more about you. Could you have four? Could you have six? Possible. It's fine. But try not to have too many. Because if you have too many, it doesn't mean you don't have other people you consult with. It doesn't mean you don't have more friends or people you network with. I'm just saying trying to keep track and keep up with more than five can be really tough. And it's easy to drop the ball, as we all know, especially as we get busy. So number six, number six is the profitable business. You've done it. This is success to me. When you have made it to number six, you have success because you have a positive cash flow as a photographer. We talk about top line before bottom line, meaning top line is the gross number. That's where you market and try and get the most money you can over the year, month. And, and then the bottom line is the net that you get to take home. So after you've bought all the books or the plane tickets to where you need to go, hired the assistant, what's left over? That's the profit. And if at the end of the month you have profit left over after all of the bills, including your personal bills, mortgage, rent, car, insurances, all paid, and you have a little bit of money or a lot of bit of money left over to invest and save, that's great, which takes us to number seven. So you have a profitable business. You are a success. And at the end of the year, you have more coming in than going out. I say you have a profitable business. Now, you may have profitable months and not so profitable months. But at the end of the year, if you have more coming in than going out, you have a profitable business and you have the opportunity if you decide to invest. Now, actually, number seven is sources of income and you can invest in different parts of your business and grow your business uh, in many different ways and develop more sources of income. Because once you have that profitable business, you can now start looking around and say, how can I develop more income sources. And so it's seven sources of income is what we're aiming for. Now, they don't all have to be equal. Photography can be the foundation, but maybe you have some photography and writing jobs, or maybe you do event planning with the photographer. I mean, there's a number of things, if you think about it, that surround your photography that you can help support people along the way. And so that's what you know, you are focusing on ultimately to have multiple sources of income as a photographer because we know we have big ups and downs and having more, more multiple sources of income gives us the, the opportunity to have a little more, I don't know, just a little more confidence in the day-to-day of what's going to happen. It, it makes us a little more stable. Okay, number eight is superior cash flow. Superior cash flow means we have so much extra 
that no, it's not just a couple hundred dollars of positive cash flow. Nothing wrong with again, I say that's success. You know, if you have taking care of everything and you have positive cash flow, you're success. But you can get super cash flow, meaning you have many thousands and thousands of dollars left over. And if you have that, now you can start investing and make acquisitions. And, And those acquisitions could be turned into sources of income, which back to number seven, but not everybody makes it to that point and that's okay. However, if you're really good at managing your money and don't just spend more when you get more, which is hard to do sometimes as photographers because we know there's always one more piece of equipment out there that we very well could use. And I think all creatives go through that. Just one more, one more, one more. That light would make my life so much easier. Oh, it's time to upgrade the computer. There's always something. But if we are good stewards, we're good managers of our money, and we have a lot of extra or continuously compounding that extra, we start to, one, create more sources of income, but also have enough for some investments, as I said, which could become more sources or acquisitions that could be additional sources. And what's what could be an acquisition? Well, maybe there's a service that you use regularly. Maybe it's locally. And you see it, it's rather profitable. Maybe it's possible for you to buy that service, whether it's an online company. I mean, believe it or not, there are some opportunities. Maybe you receive a lot of referrals somewhere and you see that there's a blog that you could buy that might be able to send opportunity your way. I mean, there's a number of different ways to go about it, but it could be a building. It could be a bricks and mortar company. There are a number of things you could do that you could invest in or even just be a partner in, which might provide more opportunity down the line. So we come to number nine. Number nine is is something that a lot of photographers, specifically creatives, just don't make it to number nine, and nor do they want to necessarily. Number nine is a profitable, self-running business. Now, if you are, say, for sake of argument, a wedding photographer, and you have a lot of photographers working with you, and you have multiple weddings, and eventually you kind of pull yourself out of actually photographing the weddings and you're just kind of managing it and then now you bring somebody in to manage and now you really don't need to be there but you have set up the processes and systems in place and to develop a brand that people trust for their weddings or portraits or whatever it may be well then you you have a profitable self-running business that you could sell and it's hard for many creatives to sell their business because so often including myself it's based off of the personality or your skills or what you bring to the table. If, you're, if you don't exist, your business doesn't exist, which is very common. Kind of, you know, the, getting away, you know, the e-myth, the whole idea of developing your business to sell and getting yourself out of it is really important if that's what you want to do. But not all creatives want that. Not all creatives are looking for that. But you have to be aware that that is the case. What if you got hurt? You know, what What if, you know, that, that you hopefully you have enough insurance to cover if something really happened? Which leads us to number 10, which is peace of mind. Your business offers you peace of mind, and this can apply to six through nine. You know, you can have a six, 10 business. 
In other words, you have a profitable business and you have peace of mind. You could have a 710 business, seven sources of income and peace of mind. 810 and 910 business. So we ultimately want 10, peace of mind. It's tough to have peace of mind until you get to number six because number six means you're, you're doing okay. You're not worried about the bills. Now, you may be worried about other aspects of your business. There's, hey, we're business owners. You know, maybe we're worried that, okay, things are fine now, but what about six months from now? Some of us worry that far ahead. You know, what about maybe hiring people or you know, maybe you, you, you are ready to retire and you're, you're concerned about who you're going to sell the business to or if there is a buyer. So there, there's so many different things to worry about, but there's a certain level which you work to develop peace of mind. And I think sometimes we think, oh, peace of mind, we don't have to be concerned or worry anymore or feel that 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 anxiousness at all. Look, hey, if we are entrepreneurs, if we're creative entrepreneurs, then we have some sense of, hey, what is the next thing? What else can we create? So there is something, and I don't think all of us want that to go away. So don't don't equate peace of mind with lack of drive. It just means that you're okay and you know everything will be okay. It doesn't mean you can't take some risks that make things a little exciting once in a while, but you don't have to take the risks that could be all or nothing. So that's it. That's the scale. And I and this is a topic that I've talked about on this podcast and on the video channels. It encompasses all that I talk about related to the combination code and developing a business that's scalable, that separates you from the competition, that employs the brand, that the understanding that only you have your eye, your vision, especially as an independent creative. So if you have questions about this, feel free to catch up with me. Um, I will be live on Tuesday if you happen to catch this on Monday. I will be live on Tuesday, I think one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I may most likely won't be live again due to the U.S. holiday, July 4th, but I'll be back the week after with another podcast, of course, and we'll talk about number one. We'll get deeper into channel building, and we'll get deeper into all the other topics, um, all 10 of them. And then, of course, we'll talk about other areas within our combination code philosophies. There's so much to it that we have developed through the years. I mean, 10 years of working with different concepts. We talked about the whole concept of three E's of employees, and, and that's not employees, of, of our customers, and how we approach that and how we develop a plan. We, we have the solar system method of marketing. There's so many things that we have created, you know, all going back to really the early in the, well, in the first three, four years of just asking the question of, what is your and? What, what is that thing that separates you from the competition? We've really just blossomed from there with all these concepts and more concepts to come as we develop all this and build these processes and ideas to grow because it really is competitive out there. But you and I know if we're going to grow our business, we can't worry about what the competition is doing. Otherwise, we will definitely fail because there's more of the competition out there doing it wrong and we're not going to be able to compete with them. 
We just have to do what we know is right so we can survive over the long term doing what we love to do. We'll talk to you next week.